0: Simon.
1: This is Brandon Kilby H. Hall. And
0: welcome to another episode of Grassroots Podcast, where it's not just about your past or your present, but it's also about your future. Your future. Speaking future. of future, our guest has a really bright future.
1: Yeah, I'd like to think so. Wanna come up, one of the more underrated artists that, you know, is clearly uh, proving himself out here.
0: And doing a lot for his city, too. Yeah.
1: Go ahead and introduce yourself. Young Hafe. In the building, y'all shot Glizzy checking in. what it do? All right. So, how was your trip in? It was nice. All right. Yeah. I know. I know you've been maneuvering. And been maneuvering. All got. Day. Got yeah. a lot going yeah, on. For sure came in with his whole crew smelling loud. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. I wish. I wish. Um, So uh, let's get into some, a little bit of fun facts about you. So just doing my research, obviously you're from the DMV. Mm -hmm. You rep them a lot. Why do you feel like it's important to still kind of talk about your city and where you're from and your struggles? Uh,
2: I'm from Southeast DC. And basically like, it's a big struggle there. You know, like, I just feel as though with me being on the forefront, it's very important that I represent my culture, right? Okay. And it's just installed in me, like, that's what my people are, that's what my family are, so it's just not, like, time I'm rapping just because, you know, like, my mom lived there and then we moved, like, my whole family in that one area, so I know what it feel like, you know? Mm-hmm. To have to come up every and- day, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: And one of the influence of that area is go-go. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you personally grew up and is influencing your music and, and, and so forth?
2: For sure. Yeah, go-go definitely influenced anyone that come from, that's really from that culture, you know? Because some people can come into the go-go, they just listening to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like active in there every weekend so- me and my crew.
0: So, how would you describe GoGo for our viewers who, who may not know what that is exactly?
2: Um, it's a beautiful music scenery, but it's like, it's not original. You know, like the sound is, the sound is strictly DC. And we had artists that were great that's actually in museums and stuff like that, like Chuck Brown and, you know, just our older people that set the tone for it. Once the young dudes got a whiff of it, her, it was just like, they remixed it too much. You know, like, but well, we brought new energy to it, too. So it like it was always the elevation with everything. It was new beats, new sounds. And, but it just, it took for someone to tell the story of all of this. Because even with all the stuff going on and people going to go go every weekend, no one know how we really was living in those things. No one could really tell that story because it was like we just singing other people's songs. So now it's like, I stepped out of that box, and I'm telling my story, but I'm also one of those go-go heads, so it's just like, I wouldn't even be, I wouldn't be here today, you know? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the steps I was taking.
1: So that, that's an interesting point. So I I feel like there's some conflict there, because mm-hmm. while you understand that the, uh, the music is a little different, mm-hmm. and, and it's not original, you still you know, are it's like kin to you at that point. Like you're yeah. like, yo, this is what I was brought up in. This is something it, that really is important. It's
2: the fun, it's the dances and the you know, that's where all the chicks go. That's mm-hmm. where all the
1: cool people And of course go. niggas gonna go where the chicks go. Yeah. You, <laughs> you know. gotta go where the chicks go. Yeah. I got you. All right. So fast forwarding just slightly, um, talk to me about awesome. Uh-huh. And and the reason why I'm asking that is because um, obviously it's one of your, your biggest uh-huh. records to date, but um, it it seems like creatively you you went in a different path than what your your I guess your area is used to producing. Talk to me about that process. How why why segue and go left where everyone else is going right? Um, it was important. It was a basically a big step
2: in my career. It was, like, really my vibe and how I was feeling, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't, like, nothing that I wrote or, like, playing was more so just a feeling that I was feeling at the time. And that young dudes like, they, they afraid to um, let certain emotions go. You know, like, wherever I talk about my funeral or how awesome I am, it's just, like, you can tell those true emotions and people mm-hmm. gravitate to that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So as as obviously that song is Mm -hmm. at that point was getting you bigger. You have some other songs that did too. Mm -hmm. And um, I read in a I believe it was a Noisy article that DC officials aren't allowing you to perform or previously didn't allow you to perform. So why 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 is that? Like what's what's the problem?
2: I mean, the environment I come from and the type of guy that they the picture that they painted on me because of the previous activity. That led me to make positive decisions, you know.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So, you know how that go.
0: So, do you feel that because you know, obviously, like it's happening in New York too. There's gentrification. It's happening in all different mm-hmm. cities. Do you feel like because of that, when they're you really like, from you know?
2: a certain area and they know what you're really about? Cause you know the police know everything. So it's like yeah. Mm-hmm. When they know, they know, and then they see you doing better. But it's like it's kind of dangerous too. You know, because you more money, more power. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking. I feel like you know you 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 had some issues early on, and mm-hmm. and you've turned that around. Yet you're still battling this this type of uh, targeting. At At what point does it become frustrating? Now you keep now? working.
2: You You keep working because like you just got a point to prove at that point. Because mm-hmm. like the odds against you. But if you're coming from that type of lifestyle, that it, it's always been like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, so take at this chin. point, you're just kind of used yeah, to it. Like it's just gonna that, be what's gonna be. As long as you ain't, you know, like coming to actually get me. Like mm-hmm. this, you gotta take the show on the chin, but I just know it's gonna be big opportunities for me mm-hmm. and bigger. You know, I'm gonna do bigger things for the city. Mm-hmm.
0: So how, like, what did you have to do to overcome that? Because one of the most important things as an artist is to to perform at home, mm-hmm. where the, your main supporters are. So how did you kind of, like, say, okay, I know you guys may be stopping me in D.C., Mm -hmm. but I'm not going to allow you guys to use that to stop my career. So how did you solve that?
2: Uh, The fans, really. It's whatever the fans want. I mean, like, someone hearing something, if not just in my city, but all surrounding my city, Baltimore, VA, Maryland, whatever the case may be, is unstoppable because it's, like, You can't go to Baltimore. You can't come to New York and be like, don't let him have a show. He ain't do anything. So it's like, you know, like once they see other people supportive of it, that's when they get on it. Like, okay, he really ain't doing nothing, you know? But leveling up. So they don't got a choice at that point.
0: You feel like the decision may change if the Crew wins the Grammy nomination? The decision
2: changed. Just because, like, You know, like, the influence that I do got on that crew track, and, you know, I said that I'm the king, and I meant it. You know, I approved it. So it's like, all that did change. I ain't even worried about the law no more. Mm -hmm.
1: That was a point in my life, but they know where I'm at. They know where I'm at with it. I think at some point, though, um... You do start to move differently. Like, as Mm -hmm. far as you obviously being an artist and just your crew, like, you feel like, all right, I'm doing the right thing. Even if they're not seeing I'm doing Mm -hmm. the right thing, I still gotta move a certain way because they're just waiting to catch you slipping. So, I mean, at that point, does that ever affect you where you're just like, you know, damn, like, I'm doing everything right? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like, everyone's had their uh, transgressions, and yet I'm still being targeted. Does that ever bother you mentally? Of course. But that's why I make music,
2: mm-hmm. just because of the stuff that bothered me mentally. Okay. So music is kind of like your, I like would say, escape.
0: escape. Yeah. Well, escape or, or sure. therapy or such.
2: Yeah, I would say both. Both.
1: Yeah. Now, um, talk to me a, a little about this. I know uh, you lost your father at a young age. Mm-hmm. How has that impacted you moving forward? Like, was he was he there to kind of see you mm. um, musically I, coming I, I up? I never
2: knew him so. Oh, okay. You know, like, when you're so young, it don't really even affect you. hmm You're mm-hmm. already accustomed to a certain lifestyle. Okay. So yeah. I had a,
1: it's just another loss I had to take. Yeah. You know,
2: mm-hmm. and just man up. Mm-hmm.
1: So with, with your family and everyone else, how are they handling it? Because I'm, I'm sure they got to be proud of you. You know, your, your upbringing So now, they're probably, like, ecstatic at this I point. I mean, at that
2: point, born without a father, you, are, you automatically got a point to prove as mm-hmm. a man. You know what I'm saying? Like, Anybody that don't have a dad, if he even if he walked out or he died, it's just like you gotta right. do something or you you know you gonna drown. Yeah. Okay.
0: How has um how has the the lack of a father figure, well your real father you probably you may have a father figure but how has that affected you coming up as an artist? Cause I I grew up without my dad and I no, knew I
2: it affected me no so figure Definitely no father
1: figure. An OG? Somebody?
2: Everybody got OG. I mean, everybody got OGs. I got some thorough guys come from my neighborhood, but I ain't rolling with no OGs. I'm no OG. You know? Like If OGs seen what I seen, you know, they will be right here. So it's like, I got mine of my own. That's what really keep me pumping. I always do my own thing. This was a decision that I made and a dream that I believed in by myself.
0: How'd you get so to that? I'll never point?
2: give nobody the credit for that. Um just being strong minded. Mm-hmm. You know, like everybody think what's for me wasn't for everybody else. And what's for everybody else wasn't for me. Mm-hmm.
1: So for you, your your mental space is just like, yo, I'm this is what I want, I'm just gonna do it and that's yeah, it. That's it. So when you yeah. selected people to, I guess, you know, bring along with you and and your support system, mm-hmm. how, what what's that process like? Like, what is something it's just, that someone does? My regular
2: homeboys that I always grew up with, I come from a certain environment that most rappers want to come from, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But it ain't really a cool place to come from, and they know that. So that's why they, you know, that's why they successful just talking about stuff that they never experienced or never seen. Versus a guy like me, I got to go through those trials and tribulations because, you know, shit hard for me and the mm-hmm. people that's around me. Mm-hmm.
0: So how does that make you feel when, when you see rappers who kind of like glorify that that struggle, but you went through yeah, it. it's It's real. not
2: cool. It's definitely not cool. But what's hot to the world, that's just what's hot. You know, I got to go with whatever the flow is. You know, that I do music at the end of the day. This day game, this is what I'm coming to better myself in. Mm-hmm.
0: Do you feel like when you're telling your story through your music that people interpret it maybe mm-hmm. the wrong way? Where it's like this, you're telling that this is your story. You're not trying to like glorify a certain lifestyle.
2: Um, they take it in the wrong way and in a good way. Some people take it for motivation. Some people just take it for just rap. Like right? some people don't know how the realness of the music and. You know, like that is coming from the heart. But most people that do, if you listen to my music and you become a fan of mine, you just know, like, I ain't listening to no regular shit. Mm-hmm. You know?
1: When you're listening to other artists, do you ever, are you able to pinpoint, like, oh, you ain't living that? Like, you didn't do for that. Sure, you for didn't go sure. through that.
2: And I, I met almost every artist, so I work with them, like, firsthand, so I kind of know. Mm hmm.
0: Have any of them, like, had a discussion with you? Like in terms of that or you in terms know, of what? In terms of like coming from the same struggle or coming no, no, from the same I background.
2: I don't really think no rappers come from where I come from. They might come from the hood or wherever they come from, but you know, shit hard everywhere, but they ain't come from where I came from. That's I know that. So, so I don't even talk to them in them type of ways. They just kind of know what it is when I hit the scene.
1: All right. So all right, so with that said, like, who's some of the artists up and coming or maybe legendary maybe that you've connected with that, you know, you kind of understand and you have a, a, a relationship with and uh, that you respect?
2: I mean, I connect with pretty much anybody that I really choose to connect with. But, you know... Um, a lot of these guys, you can't really learn shit from them because they ain't real true OGs. They just rappers or like rappers that have been doing it before you. And they they might come from the streets. They might even got street people around them, but they don't live by the same world. Well,
1: principles. no, not even that. I'm saying musically, like just strictly musically. Yeah, musically
2: so, too. like. So you can't learn nothing like from OGs? I don't, I don't really learn a lot from a lot of people that I've been around that call themselves OGs, but... I like Boosie a lot. Okay. You know, Boosie is a, like a big homie, and, you know, he still standing firm on, you know, his principles, and, and he live on, you know, he live a certain way, so, it's like, that's the way I am. And that's also somebody that I've seen when I wasn't a rapper doing this thing, mm-hmm. just like me at this age.
0: So did you, like, when you came up, was it just kind of like learning from trial and error, or did you have some people in the industry that were like, "Okay, this is how things are," um, or you may have to move a certain way, or did yeah, you just, I'm you just did not I
2: guys with money, like more money and power than me, you know. Like, but now I know I'm positive, mm-hmm. and uh, it's just street guys. That, you know, like we live a certain way, and we always on point. When you like. Getting money as a street guy, versus just like a wild guy on the street that's just shooting people up and stuff like that, but actually civilized and that just come from there and just you know just trying to survive. Really know how to get a dollar. You Mm -hmm. know.
0: So does that survival instinct, uh, based on like how you guys grew up, is that why some of the best businessmen are former street or 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 drug dealers?
2: Oh no, like Jay Z. I don't know all about that, <laughs> but, you know, I don't know, you know. I think like, what she's saying, it gives the best fun. of the both worlds. Yeah, it gives yeah. you the best of the both worlds, you know, like, everybody ain't go through what you go through, and, like, education ain't just make you who you is at this point. It's like, you had to go through it to figure it out, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the only way of learning for us, That it, that's how it was, you know what mm-hmm. When now, you learn from a teacher, we learn from lessons and you know life.
1: Now speaking on um, education, so you got your GED while you were locked up. Mm-hmm. What what made you want to do that? I mean, because you kind of, um, you kind of already had your mindset set up. Yo, I'm doing nah, music. No, Oh, at that point you didn't. This was all around the
2: same time.
1: Oh, that's why I'm figuring it out. Okay. Yeah, I definitely didn't know I was gonna do music. So what's the turning point? That's what I'm trying to figure out. I'm the tr- what's turning the turning point? point? Is when I what got happens? In yeah, when what I'm happens for you?
2: And I'm doing music. I'm doing all this at the same time.
1: I know that, but I'm saying even after you got in trouble, right? Uh-huh. What What was that one moment for you where you was like, "Nah, fuck all of this. Like, I need to change everything." It wasn't everything. never that. It wasn't never that for me. What do you mean? Like street life wasn't never that for you, or?
2: Nah, I wasn't never a turning point, even when I said oh. I want to do music. Like, okay. I was still in this shit to this day. So. Oh, okay, gotcha, <laughs> it, gotcha, gotcha, it, gotcha, gotcha, That gotcha. ain't the case for me. Okay. Mm. You know, I'm just a, a rich street
1: dude, you know? So, back to GED, what made you get it then? Um, Most street niggas don't care about education because they just get it. I do, and, because you know? I ain't
2: the guy that I got so I ain't never trying to be cool or fit in. Eh? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm trying, you know, I got... Still point the pool to my family and my mom, you know, and hopefully my son don't mm-hmm. have to get a GED because that wouldn't have been my plan, but, you know, circums- circumstances happen, you know. Mm-hmm.
0: So how is it as an artist coming up and having your son? I remember I saw a clip where mm-hmm. you guys were performing crew and he came out with you mm-hmm. and everyone just went wild.
2: Yeah, See, I've been bringing him out for like since early on in my career. As I can
1: remember, he just,
2: he's like, three years old, so he get it.
1: And yeah, he like it. He like it a lot. What's some of the things you plan on kind of instilling in him that you had to experience first on so that he'll never have to experience them? He already is getting, getting started right now, young. You but, know? like, what? I'm saying, like... I mean,
2: just the reality of life. Not hiding nothing from your child. Just being real with him and just letting them know, mm-hmm. this is me doing this. This ain't... A fairy tale, this ain't Santa, this ain't this present, this ain't real, these movies ain't real, you know, like, just letting them be fearless and becoming a real man.
1: Okay. Now, talk to me about uh, Crew, Love the Record, Crazy. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? You know, you, Brent, and, and Gold, how, did, how does that collaboration, did, were you guys all in studio together or was it one of those things no, where you sent the they records? They already had
2: it together. They had it together and they sent it to me. I was like, damn, it's a smash. So I just... <laughs> You're like, know, I'm on this shit, yeah, fuck like, I just, really, I just like vibed out in my verse in like 10 minutes. So I just like, I just went in and did what I do, talk about my own life. and really get caught up in how gold verse sound or what was really going on, but just the vibe of the whole song and where it took me at. I, I, you know, like, I seen myself in Calabasas. You know, like listening to this. So you know, that's it's reality of my life. That's what I was going. That's how I move and that's different situations I go through.
0: So how was it to have a song with DMV artists get a Grammy nomination? Like how how was that for you guys?
2: Because I could have been I could have been not on the song or you know, it could have been they couldn't have been from the same area i was from but so happily they were and so happy i am on the song and i definitely salute them that was a big alley-oop for me it felt good because you know like people this young never made it to this far level where we come from mm-hmm. you know i saying where i come from anyway so it's like it's it's amazing it's really unbelievable kind of
0: did you guys like I mean, obviously the song was is a banger, but mm-hmm. did you guys expect it to get
2: for to sure. this level? Yeah, when I did, I knew that it would not get a Grammy, but it would be out of here.
1: That was for sure, for sure. It's too hard. As soon as that shit uh, come on, you know what it is. is. What? <laughs> That's my shit. That, shit <laughs> that is my shit. Let me
2: tell you something. That's my shit. And then there's nothing like that going on right now. So yeah,
1: it, like, it was the perfect time. Perfect time. Perfect record. Perfect collab. kind
2: of set a tone for the area now. Yeah. So yeah.
0: Like, and I like how you all have a different sound. Uh-huh. Like, everyone brings different vibes. Because we all like- are
2: from different places, and we come from different places in life. So it's like... We just all of those different things, just different stories and different swags and different personalities that make where we come from. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody, it's really no one not the same where we come from. It's like mixed up. It's the capital of the U.S. So it's like we're the only. It's just us. We stand alone in music or anything. Just in general.
1: What about um Wale? Would you work with Wale? I have worked with Wale. Okay. Plenty of times. Okay. I, lo- I love I Wale. That's why I, I think I, he- I think with, he's super underrated. I worked with Wale a lot
2: early on in my career. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh,
1: also, I want to know, is there more music coming with Brent and Gold? Do you guys have other records in the stash? Or, like, nah, what's that like? we
2: don't, unfortunately. But I would <sighs> definitely hop on a song with them. You need to make that happen, kid. Yeah, but, no, nah, we don't got no more.
0: You guys should just do an EP that's Word. it. <laughs> AP full <of> vibes. <laughs> might as
1: might as well. That should be crazy. Yeah, what?
0: Cuz you guys like all fit well together. It's like especially your part is like the turn up part. Mm. Yeah. You're like, "Oh." That was it, lit. I love that song.
1: That record is is just crazy. I think that you, you guys ushered uh, changing the way music is created at that point yeah. when that record comes out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Like, there's there's a lane, there's, like, all types of different lanes yeah. musically, but when that record came out, I was like, all right, everybody else got to switch shit up. Yeah. Something got to yeah. change, because mm-hmm. this right here mm-hmm. is is, is <laughs> in the class by itself. Yeah, yeah. So.
0: and also you guys are putting a spotlight in an area that isn't getting as much attention, and yeah. if they do, all they look at is Wale. Like, um... I know uh, Angela from Made in the D.M.V. Okay, so like they have so many talented people, and you're just like one of the 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 few that are really grabbing attention. I'm the king. Yeah, I
2: ain't, ain't nobody
0: bigger.
2: <laughs> Period. Come is to that DC? You ain't the- nobody bigger than <laughs> Shot Glizzy. Shot Glizzy the biggest thing that happened in the city, the real DC.
1: So is there ever a conflict when um, I guess? Cause I'm still you you still cool with a, a, a up-and-coming artists mm-hmm. from DC and yeah. DMV. Mm-hmm. Is there ever a conflict where they want you to do more than what you really can or, or are care. comfortable they, doing? They
2: know they don't approach me on those type of terms. I do what I do. And when I want to mess with someone, if it's hot, it's mm-hmm. hot. If it's not, it's not. And if I respect somebody's grind, I salute it. I don't, just like, I don't hate on them. I don't talk bad about them. I don't even got to know them. I ain't no Gold Link. I ain't no Brent. From nowhere before that song, I, I, I knew of Gold Link, but I ain't no Brent. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, mm-hmm. but w- now we we cool, we bro, we home. You know what I'm saying? But it was the music that brought us together, and you know, good music is what I'm attracted to. Mm-hmm. Not just like I don't care who what's your per- like who are you who you are. Mm-hmm. I care who you are as a person if I'm trying to build with you in that way. But yeah. I came in this business to do business. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: How did that collaboration even come about, though? Like, how did you guys meet? Who who introduced to? We
2: already knew each other. Um, oh, you and Gold did, nah, right? Nah, we didn't know each other like on friendship terms, but we knew, I knew he was an artist from the area, and he knew who I was from the area. So mm-hmm. it was like the management knew each other, and you know, it was just different relationships, and mm-hmm. you know, it only made sense. And then, like, we never personally been in the studio together, though. But it was—it just came together with so many, you know, common relationships. Mm-hmm.
0: Is there, like, a difference when you're making music and you guys are in the studio versus when you are together in the definitely, studio? Definitely,
2: definitely. But, like, you got to be a... I don't, I don't really know how to explain it. Everybody don't go to the studio with me, though. You know, like we bring off a certain vibe, you know. So it's like everybody don't come around it. But I don't really hop on records that get sent through emails anymore. Gotta be a big record unless I ain't hopping on it. I'm really more so vibes and Mm -hmm. creating in the studio. Knowing that you just a cool guy like me. You ain't gotta be from the streets or you ain't gotta come from where I come from. Just being cool and real with yourself. hmm
1: mm-hmm. Oh, so you just you really are going off vibes. Like at this point in your career, you're like, I'm not, I could easily jump on like a smash record, Especially but I don't really I, need to do like it. I want to go off. Yeah. What's going... on.
2: We carried that by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the whole industry ain't show no love to that record. Mm-hmm. Nobody repost that. You know, like different people that's behind them offices and, you know, like different people that really like the song, but for the most part of the industry aspect of it, you didn't see guys really getting on their Snapchat to dance to this, cause their girlfriend was dancing to it. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. You didn't see people reposting. Oh, these guys went platinum. I'm proud of Shot Glizzy. You didn't see that. So it was like we already knew what it was. then, it was like, yeah. but they know we coming. Now, now we Grammy nominated.
1: So with that, with that, um, with that uh, way of thinking now, as far as like you. Kind of being choosy, do you ever worry about missing an opportunity to be on no, an or I, being I know able the right to try opportunities add? for me?
2: okay for sure, for sure. I just know when to say that ain't for me too, because Man. everything ain't for me. Mm-hmm. I ain't just trying to hop on a million songs and just dry out you No, know, all these verses mean something to me because mm-hmm. I'm really talking about my real life
0: so it's important as an artist to like be very meticulous with your rollout like I'm
2: not sure about every other artist because they just more so going off like being and like dominating the game right now when I'm really more so focused on the long run and being just great overall putting on my culture and being on the forefront of that
0: So do you purposely hold certain songs and not post certain things because of oversaturation issues with music, or you want to make sure it's perfect, or like, what's your reason? Not really
2: post or don't put it out. It's just that it got to mean something to me, or it got to make sense at that point. Mm -hmm. Because people got to remember me by the art that I'm giving them right now. Later on, they got to remember that. Like, they never going to forget.
1: That's crazy. I would have never thought that you were that passionate about music. Yeah, because like, I think that's really dope. I though. had
2: to grow that way, though. I had to grow to love it like that. You know, like at first it was just like a, I, I know how to do it and I know how to put my life into it. I know how to write it down on paper. When I mastered like the, the flows and the way to put my voice, the different tones, it's just like, it, you know, it just became something that I love.
1: Like, so uh, growing up, were you were you into music or? Kind of, go-go, but. No Outside right. of go-go, it was just, that like, was pretty Hot good. Boys was
2: cool, you know, I seen mm-hmm. Wayne running around bad as hell, watching them, you know, and then they were showing it too, you know, they were showing their hood and, you know, they were showing the same thing we come from and that's kind of how I am today versus other rappers, they don't really show like that part, of them, they, they own. They can't really sh- go to their neighborhood, or when they go, it's just like dressed up, like they the man all the time. And I, like yeah. we show the reality of life, and that's how you know every big movement did before they got to where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. So I definitely Wayne and all those type of people are major influence on what I got going on. And I talk to C. Murray daily, you know, he somebody that I always knew about. I might not know every song of his, but I know how important he is to the culture and what he meant to the culture, and he meant a lot. And I seen it, you know what I'm saying? Just being so young, what he was doing out here, oh the no limit cash money. You know, everybody say them because they were so big, but they really meant something to people in the streets.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So last thing I want to go to is what can we expect from you? Because like you're you're on the incline now at Mm -hmm. this point. What's what's next for you? I mean, my my album, Cry Storm, that's really,
2: like, the deepest story I've ever told. And, like, saying stuff that I don't usually even say on there. So, it just show my growth and, like, where I'm at and where, you know, like, where I've been at lately, where I've been quiet. And really how I'm coming, we coming heavy
1: on there, so. Was it difficult for you to open up in a different light?
2: Not really, because I feel I still feel like there's so much that going into my life that they don't even know to have yet. Mm-hmm. So it's really a long story there And it's a long journey to go through
1: yeah. Alright well I mean It's been great I know you got some place you gotta be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Want to thank you for coming on yes. no, for sure. Appreciate you Uh, We always say when our guests come on You've been rooted so you're part of the family We're gonna right, be rooting yes. for you Gotcha. Um, Again once again I'm Brandon Killebitch Hall I'm
0: Aaron Ashley Simon
1: And it's shot Glizzy Glizzy gang in the building And we out